Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Welcome to Monday Show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Man, hope you guys are having a, a great Monday. we got a short week because it's almost Thanksgiving. Woo. Oh, man, finally. What's up? Finally, Thanksgiving. Because you're looking forward to Thanksgiving or you need time off? A little bit of both, but mainly I need time off. Been going hard, a little too hard? Yeah, a little too hard. A lot of work, a lot work. of hours. Sure. Doing, mm-hmm. doing what? Work. Little this, little that. Oh, I didn't know you did this and yeah. that. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to get to know, uh, like we do on Monday, Amy's got the question for us. So what is your story? It's which type of procrastinator are you? Because there's different versions. Oh, okay. So it's sort of like how you show up when it comes to projects. The perfectionist spends too much time on every small detail and feels overwhelmed by the need to be perfect. Okay, anybody feel like they're that? I, I'm not that. Not That's the, not you. No, I don't need to be perfect. Uh, 100% not me. Okay. Not me. Nobody. The, nobody. Okay, no. what else? Uh, the dreamer likes to plan and think about how to best do things, but does not follow through. That's Lunchbox. That's Lunchbox for There's sure. Dreamer. Never, does it say never follow through? Yeah, that's not right. And often lies. Is that on there? Yeah, that's Lunchbox. And tricks people out of their money? Mm-hmm. No, nope, never tricked you out of your own money. Lunchbox is a dreamer. Go ahead. The avoider doesn't want to be embarrassed or judged for any mistakes. Would rather avoid it completely. That's Eddie. No. That's Eddie. I don't want to do I'm too busy, man. So he doesn't want to do it. He avoids it because he doesn't want to have to put his name on it. I'm too busy doesn't mean I want to avoid it. I would agree with that. But I also don't agree you're always so busy. But go ahead. Okay. The, the, the next one is the crisis maker. Works well under pressure. Needs the excitement of a close deadline. Ooh, bones. That's me. That's you? Yeah, it's not me. I don't think I'm a procrastinator at all. You don't ever put anything off? No, he really doesn't. Just for the thrill of it? Why would I get a thrill out of putting something off? I get anxiety thinking about it. Like, even when we try to do, like, hey, well, well we, it's a great idea. We can do this in three weeks. He's like, no, I want to do it tomorrow or today. I'm afraid I'll lose the fire. Yeah. So, but I can be anno- that can be annoying, too. I'm not saying, but I don't think I'm a procrastinator. Yeah, at so all? that's probably why you're not going to be any of these. Okay. What's okay. Eddie? I think you might be that one. What was that one? Crisis maker? Oh, no, Amy's that one. Yeah, it works Amy. well under pressure. Got it, got it. Okay, and then the final one is the dread-filled. Doesn't like what they're working on and lacks motivation to begin. Eddie. 
<laughs> now we found hey, Eddie. There it is. But, but you thought I could be a little bit of everything. Yeah, you did come up a lot in those. <laughs> I am a procrastinator. Which one do you think you're most like? I'm uh, probably the dreamer. I like to dream things up, but then when it comes but to never doing do it, it, nah. Maybe tomorrow. I think most people, if they had to pick one, would think they're the crisis one. Like, oh, I work best when the lights are on, but they're really also not that as well. <laughs> no, I really... I, you think you, I have I work to not be that because I don't want to put things off to the last minute. But I always like that's how I was in college studying for tests. It was always right up to the last minute. I was cramming it in. But was it because you thought you just did better? Like this did, says, like if I just wait, I'm, I thrive whenever it's time to like under the lights. Like put me in, coach, because it's game time. I go. Yeah, I guess I'm thriving. Cause I'm getting it done. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, well, uh, we'll put this up. If you guys want to see this, we'll put this up on our bobbybones.com. Go check it out. What type of procrastinator are you? I don't feel like I'm that. I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I, I have no. a lot of flaws. Sure. So many, we'd do the whole show. It'd be all flaw all the time. But I don't think I'm a procrastinator. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I was invited to a good friend's wedding, but found out through the grapevine, that I'm not invited to the bachelor party. It seems to include a lot of mutual friends, and I feel a bit hurt and excluded. It seems as though pretty much everyone within the circle is invited because of me, though. I thought maybe someone forgot or maybe assumed I'd already been invited or that there's a reason for me being excluded that I'm not aware of. Should I bring this up with the groom or let it go and focus on the wedding? Signed, left out of the party. It was an accident. And she heard it through the grapevine. Uh, it's a he. he, like he bachelor. Did, yeah, 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 he did. Also, there may be a reason. For example, I remember when Lunchbox got married, I wasn't invited to his bachelor party. And at first, I was I was like, well, that hurts. But they just went hard. And I wouldn't have invited me either. But I cried for days. You didn't invite him, dude? No. Look, <laughs> it was drinking. Bobby didn't drink. Mm. It was gambling. At that point in time, Bobby wasn't gambling. Uh. No, he wasn't gambling. I think I'd stepped away for a he bit. He stepped away from gambling. Oh, okay. And golfing. He wasn't golfing at that time. He'd stepped away from golf. So really, what was there going to be for Bobby to do? And there was dance clubbing. Mm. And what he means by dance clubbing <laughs> is there were certain people dancing and you're sitting. Bobby yeah. doesn't do that Got either. It. And Bobby doesn't do that. Right. So what was there for Bobby to do? I mean, maybe just, hung out. Maybe just, just the invite. To decline yeah, it. yeah. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not still scarred or anything. But so um, I think that... That's okay because guys... When Bobby had a bachelor party, I was not invited either. So let's not. But that was second. Right. That was only in return for not being invited to yours. Because that's how we do it. Because we're 12. Because there was no dancers and no drinking <laughs> and no gambling. So did one of you guys write the mailbag? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just giving out. We're telling you. He was probably left out on purpose. Yeah, I don't know what the reason right. is. Yeah. It could have been. Who knows? Like, you, maybe this dude goes back cop? and tells his wife, and, like, the wife tells everybody. Exactly. Like, you, maybe you have loose lips. We we don't know. Maybe, but, but, you're, maybe you're lame. Yes. Hit, hit the brakes. Like, he hasn't said anything yet. Like, you've just heard through other people that you may not be invited. Wait till oh, don't it gets do that. closer. Don't stare at the phone, bro. I mean, no, I used to be it, that it person. Coming. I yeah, remember when Lunchbox was having his party, I'd be like, I was looking for an L to show up my oh. phone. Oh. And it never came. Bill Collector. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> never got invited. So I, I follow Mel Robbins and on Instagram, and she posts this whole thing, and it went really viral. It's the let them theory. And if someone, one of the examples of the let them theory is if a friend doesn't invite you to, you know, a lunch or in this case, a bachelor party or whatever, you just let them. That's, it's not 
you don't want it to take up space in your brain. If they're going to do that, you can let them and you proceed on with your weekend and go the do something. The theory is weird, though. Let's say you're getting robbed. Not that part. What? It's not, that wasn't one of the examples. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not like, oh, let's, let's say. It's, okay. it's talking I think of about a better word than let. Yeah, yeah. What you're going to let take up space in your brain. Let's say you're walking with your kid. Someone's like to have that kid. Let them. Let them have the kid. It's a terrible theory. <laughs> yeah. You know that that's not what let it them. is about. I would just say <laughs> let them. that it sucks. It sucks to be left out for sure. Let them. Um, but don't. Don't raise your hand and be like, was I supposed to get invited? That's only doubly awkward. Yeah, yeah no. You just got to let them. Let hey, This is the one time I agree with Amy. Let them. Yeah. Sorry, there's no good answer to this. That one time you agree with me? Yeah. Okay. Well, the other let thems I came up with were terrible examples <laughs> yeah. of that theory. All right, thank you. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. I don't know who this is for the record. So I'm going to play along, too. So, Eddie, what happened? Well, there's something my in-laws have always done for as long as I've known them. They send us, like, newspaper clippings or magazines or whatever, usually things that I think are interesting, like Willie Nelson or whatever. It's like, oh, that's cool. They sent me one a couple days ago, and I look at it, and I'm just like, what, what is this? And I keep reading, reading, and one of the show members, one of us, is on the cover, and there's a full... Of a magazine? Of a magazine, and there's a full story on this person. Of a magazine? Yeah, and I was, I was so shocked because I'm like, what? I've never heard of this. From what is when? this? And who, and, and who sent it? My mother-in-law. Okay, so you got to put that together. So that, But that's Texas? Yeah, she lives in Dallas. What kind of magazine? I don't know if I can say that. Okay, don't, uh, huh. don't give away I, anything. I can say it's related to college. It's related to college. Does anybody know? Uh, was it like a? Did you read it? Was it like kind of bullcrap? I didn't really. I didn't read it. You just <laughs> saw it, and I'm like, "What is this crap?" Okay, there's by, a full spread, and you. Oh didn't yeah, read I it. didn't read it. By the clues, only those clues. Who do we think it is? Abby or Morgan? Yeah, has to be about someone at Kansas State. Maybe could yeah. it be UTSA? No. No, because they don't even acknowledge that he went to school Yeah, because I get the sombria in the mail, and it, they've never had me on the front. The sombria, that's what it's called? Yeah. Even when they do famous alum, and they list people who were, like, kicked off Survivor week one. Okay. They just still don't list Lunchbox. Yeah. They li- I don't even know if they list Travis Scott, which is crazy. They do. I've seen him on him. Uh, yeah. I was just trying to yeah, relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang it. What about Arkansas? I just don't know that it would have happened then, but in Dallas, I don't. I don't know. She sent me a couple that you're that you're in, and it's not you. I'll say it's not you. Got it. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Morgan. I do you have it with you? Do you have oh, the magazine? No, no, no. no. I, you throw it away. Yeah. What? Why would you throw it away? <laughs> I don't. What am I gonna do with that? Well, clearly, whoever it is, they don't know they're on it. They may want to. No, they know. They know. Morgan. Morgan. Oh, it's Morgan. Okay, Morgan. I go. I go, Morgan. Why are we exing out Raimundo? Because remember, his call, his old college reached out to be a mentor. Be a mentor. Oh, true. Oh, yeah. Texas State? No, All right, who's no, your guess? Mor- Ray. Eddie, who was it? It's Morgan. Do you what? know about it, Morgan? I mean, I know I was in a magazine, but I didn't know I was on a cover or anything. It was a sorority magazine, the Delta Delta Deltas, which I guess my mother-in-law was a Delta. Oh, we are That's sisters. so weird. So, yeah. You're, hey. You're Morgan's sister, so your mom, she's Aunt Morgan. <laughs> What's That's up, Aunt Morgan? Wild.
old. Yeah. And you didn't save it for her to see? No, you probably yeah, have it. I don't. You don't? Why wouldn't you bring that in? Oh, no. I threw it away. Why I knew you? I was under like a 33 under 33 for tryout list, but I didn't know that they would put me on the cover. That's Is pretty cool. Is it like a bunch of people on the cover? Yeah. No, no, no. It's just you. No way. Yeah. Did you, have a, did you have a picture of it? No, dude. What are you talking about? You just what saw it and wearing? threw it away immediately? I don't know what well, she was I'm, wearing. Like, what in the world? What you, was the you, article about? Eddie I didn't knows read nothing, it. Eddie knows nothing about this thing that he had. So did maybe your mother-in-law just send you a picture of it and you no, never really had it? she sent me the magazine. But I'm telling you, she sends me stuff all the time. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I throw and it you away. you didn't think to message Morgan and be like, hey, I have this magazine. Do you want to see it? <laughs> I didn't think twice about it. Bones, when you come out of magazines, do you have the magazine? Yes. No, not always. No, I stop. When you were in People, do you, did you not have the magazine? People was different because they sent me a bunch of them. Well, this is try Delta, 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 dude. Yeah, it's, it's weird that they didn't deal. send Morgan a magazine, but also that she didn't know and you didn't text her to be like, do you want the copy of this? Well, I thought I would just send it to the show and talk about it. Wait, Morgan, whenever you were submitted as the 33 under whatever, 33, did you submit a photo? Yeah, I submitted oh, so a photo. I just thought there was going to be like an article or something. I didn't know I was going to be on the cover. That's so you did an interview. And what was your sorority? Delta, Delta, Delta? Try Delta, yeah. Or Delta, you, Delta, Delta. What? May I help you, help you, help you? <laughs> Is that a, like, that's their thing? It's something we would say sometimes, yeah. And you were a? Kappa, Kappa, Gamma. And did you guys ever have feuds where you fought each other? No, but did Delta. Did you ever have pillow fights? Delta, Delta, Delta did cut me the first night. Oh, so you couldn't... You, you They're whoa. not an option for me. Why, Amy? I don't know. Well, probably because I was a Chi Omega legacy. So most people thought I was going to go Chi because my sister... So they cut you because they thought you were going to reject them? If, okay, like no, no. <laughs> Hey, that's why every girl rejected me when I was younger. No. Because they thought I was going to reject them. Okay. Wait, I don't understand. That's the only reason. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I just, yeah, I wasn't their cup of tea. Did you benefit, Amy, from being in a sorority, do you feel? I think that I met some amazing girls, and it was fun. That's but a question I, I asked. I think I would have had a good college experience had I done it or not done it. So Morgan, uh, you? either way. Yeah, I totally would have done it no matter what. So you do benef- You did benefit from being in a sorority? Yeah, and I, well, I, I don't think I would, there's any direct benefits that I've had. Like, there's never a connection that I've had, but it's always been... Like, I've connected with people after the fact. Like, it's cool to know that, like, Eddie's mother-in-law, now we're, we're sisters. Like, that sisters. is a cool connection to Do have. you have a secret handshake? No, but we have a sign. We do try it out. But that's not secret. You're showing me. Yeah. But there there are secret chants that we have. Can you share one with us? No, I cannot because they're inappropriate. Oh. <laughs> Sorority. I'm gonna ask my mother. But there are things yeah. that we would only do like during the meetings that nobody else knew about. Inappropriate things with just all you girls. They're just oh. like that. This would be the podcast version. We're gonna do this on the podcast to uncut. <laughs> well, Eddie, if you could get another copy, we'd like to see it. How am I gonna get another copy, dude? I don't know. Ask your mother-in-law. Okay. Yeah, call the Tridelt chapter or go by the online. I'd at least like to see it. Or okay. stop by the Tridelts here at Uncut. Yeah, Eddie, knock oh, on yeah, the door. Okay. Hey guys. Okay. <laughs> it's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something. Karen Collinsworth has been near Marshall University campus for a long time and working at the Starbucks that's right there. She's 65 years old and she feels like she's a mom to a lot of the other 19-year-old employees that work there. Everybody loves Karen. Well, she recently started to have some car trouble. Her 2004 Kia hadn't really been working that great. And then her car was broken into. It made things worse. So her coworkers at Starbucks decided to put up a GoFundMe. It was called We Love You, Karen. And their goal was to help buy her a working car so that she didn't have to worry about getting to work or handling anything that she needed to. And they raised $40,000. 40? Yeah. So you know wow. people love them some Karen. 
Wow. I thought you were going to say like eight. That's going to be like, wow. That's a lot of money. Yeah. 40 and I'm like, wow, which sounds the same, but it's different intensity <laughs> from a heart. Yeah. Karen said for them to be 19 year old college students with so much going on in their life and then wow. to take take the time to take care of their Starbucks mom. She just talked about how big their hearts were. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Makes me feel like there's hope for humanity. Eddie. Yeah. Eddie. Get um, him. Go fund me. You know? Me? Yeah. Turkey. For your hair. Oh. <laughs> Great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave. And then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
the Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know, they're the front men. They came by months ago, and it was just a cool thing they were doing to tour. But it's the lead singers of Lone Star, Restless Heart, and Little Texas. And we can roll through it real quick. Lone Star Amazed. I don't know how you do what you do. Little Texas, God Bless Texas. God Bless Texas with his own hands. Speaking of Texas, Restless Heart, the bluest eyes in Texas. Bluest eyes in Texas. So it's a legitimate thing. Massive hits. These guys can still sing the crap out of songs. They're called the front men, and they're here now. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. The front men. All right, here they are in studio. It's the second time you guys have been here, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, so let me explain. It's Larry from Restless Heart, Richie McDonald, formerly of Lone Star, Tim Rushlow, formerly of Little Texas. They are the front men. Let's welcome them yeah. in. Yeah. So, do you feel like, people, Larry, I'll start with you. Do you feel like people are starting, because the front men's, they're like, who the heck's the front man? Is that starting to catch a little bit? Slowly but surely, and yes. I mean, we're, the word of mouth, yeah. groundswell is uh, is doing us some favors out there on the road. Uh, we'll do about 70 shows, so really? we are introducing our, ourselves to a lot of folks. Any fist fights about where God Bless Texas goes into the set list? <laughs> No, we end with that one. Dang. Oh, okay. All That's right. a no-brainer. Just didn't know because you have three front men here of massive groups that I know, you know, probably. Well, I make sh- all the calls because I'm the oldest, so there. <laughs> You're the oldest? I wouldn't have. Can't you tell? I, well, I was going to. No, I can't. You all look beautifully. Same. same 45 same. or so. You're hey, hired. where were we? Tim, we were at a concert. Ben what, Rector. What, ben Rector. That's right. Yeah. I walked up to you and I said, hey, it's your fault. And you go, what I do? Yeah, and I said you told us we should cut new music, and we did, and now we got a deal, and I don't know, crazier stuff has happened. So you got it. You guys have a, a deal too. Yeah, thanks a lot, Bobby. Yeah. Dang, I really I let have to you spend guys more down. Time with these <laughs> it's your fault. Dang. We when, did. We wrote and recorded, and um, and John Loba heard it and went, "Why would I not want to do this?" And we were like, "Really? Oh, I that's, think we're still that's super cool." And so when you go in, because you're three different frontmen. Because the new song, let me ask you this, the new song, who's who's singing? Who's on, who's a, is that awkward? I don't know. I mean, there's three front men. Who's the front man? It in has been easy okay. for us to identify the voice for a certain song. Got and it. I, I'm not going to say it's going to be like that forever, but so far, so perfect. Yeah. So the song Land Law in Mexico is a new song. Who sings that song? We all do. We share lead vocals on that song. Oh, well, that's an easy one. I would do that on all the songs then. Right. Well, we've got like some songs that are obviously Richie or Larry or me. Yeah. And then we actually, on three or four songs, we're sharing vocals on them. I don't think that's really been done. And that's the hard part, or the, actually the cool part, is that three lead singers sing in harmony together. It sounds a little bit more powerful to me than it does just like, you've got your singer, then you've got the background guys. We're three lead singers who just kind of, you know. You're basically the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Ever heard? But, but minus some dancing. Minus three. Well, then, yeah. you ever think in about sank. that? Or in sank, in sank. Yes, as you would say. Yes, absolutely. Love uh, that. The states that you're from, you, you're from, where are you from? Kentucky. And you're from Texas. Born in Oklahoma, raised in Texas. Well, that's a weird, weird dynamic. So where do you, where are you from then? It's, it's, where are you from? I was born at Tinker Air Force Base, Oklahoma City. Do you say Oklahoma? I do. Okay. But so, so you say Oklahoma or you give the... Long answer. Well, the Texas thing is because I was in Little Texas, yeah. so I kind of claim both depending on where I'm at. You but, know. Okay, so if you're gonna lie, you say Texas, but if you're gonna tell the truth, you say Oklahoma. Yep. <laughs> I do all the time too. I'll guess. I'll have get to. And, so, and you're from. Dang, he's Texas. calling us out. Okay, so Texas, Oklahoma, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. All right. There is there a big football? Is there a big Texas Oklahoma rivalry here? Or do you guys care? No, we just like good games. 
I mean, I, I, unless I, we're, you know, plan. betting on it or something. And I'm from Kentucky. I hadn't had a football team very often over my hey, every lifetime. Every once in a while. <laughs> you got a lot of basketball teams, though. <laughs> well, not recently. But, yeah, you know. Yeah, kind of. Um, can I hear a little bit of the new song? Yeah. Can you guys play? Oh, if you're not tuned for it, we can go to something. We, we can do that. No. Are you guys good on that? Yeah. I, I'd rather start it. with that if you can. We don't sure. tune. That is what I'm mean. talking about right there. <laughs> Country music. This is something really brand new. Like, no one's really even heard it, so. Well, here we go. They're, they're, they're tuning up, except they don't tune. The, the new EP is out today. It is called Layin' Low in Mexico. And this is the new song from the front men. Here they are on the Bobby Bone Show. Nice job, oh, wow, yeah. 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 I don't so know good. what I expected, but that was awesome. Yeah. So good. I think nice. I was expecting good, and I got awesome. Oh, wow. Before <laughs> oh, lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. And, and nice. it still is who you guys are, but it's also, it feels extremely... Um, contemporary as well at the same time. I don't know if that's important to you guys. Nah, that's a big deal. That's what Mickey Jackcons, our producer, was like, you know, you guys are kind of this three voices of the soundtrack of people's lives that are totally 90s, but we need to bring it into today and production-wise and then writing-wise create that. And I think we I think we pulled that off so far. And when you guys come in together, that was full. Yeah. Mex- if you get to pick a fourth front man, why would it be me? Because <laughs> um, you have a radio show. And, well, we're Buddy Holly fans, so it has there to be the glasses. Go. Okay, go. Just making sure there. Uh, so when you guys play shows, I'm always curious in the first and the last song. Because the first, very much a tone setter. Even if the tone is, you don't know this song yet, but here you go. The last song always, boom, this is the one we want to end on, so you leave feeling this song. What's the first song the front men play? Well, the first one, you know, you want to – you want to get their attention right away. So what about now? Uh, one that we recorded years ago. Sure. So that kind of, you know, up-tempo, a lot of energy, high energy, and it kind of sets the sets the tone for the whole night. It's sort of a medley because we do all of What About Now, and then we do a like a 10-song medley of just number one hits. Just you boom, a, boom, a boom, boom. 10-song medley? Yeah. It's kick a little. I'd be uh, sweating. What is after that? What I forgot what it is. Yeah, it's it's... What is it? Kick a little. Kick a little. Um, um, that, wrong uh, or right. Why does that to be wrong or right? No, no. no news. It's so. <laughs> See? It's, it's wrong or right already. Yeah. I use a prompter on the stage when I'm doing my stand up act to just give me themes of the order I want to go. Do you guys use prompter at all? You have so many number ones and you have to learn everybody else's songs as well? Or do you guys have them all memorized? We know them. You do? Yeah, not yet. Because <laughs> I feel. Well, I, I use one now, is why I ask. I feel like. That I know every one of you guys' songs, except I don't really know the words. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning I know every song. And I go, you know, it'd be like, I'm already there with me, and I'm a new, and I'm a no You know, I, if it's on. I've, sung that, I've, I've done that lyric. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. already there. But I don't know any word That's to funny. any song. Like, I love lyrics, but I don't know them, but I know melodies. Like, Amy's back in Austin. Miles are ready tonight. <laughs> Working at La Zona Rosa Cafe. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, we've been to La Zona Rosa. But yeah. That's when it was thing. Yeah, but that's your song. You well, see, know I know. It. I'm. I, being, that was my song because I'm from Austin and my name's Amy, so I always See there? It. It, it is totally your song. Totally. Baby, when I'm no, 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 don't laugh. I'm going to Dude, you got to let me do my process. Baby, when I come through, nothing inside you. There's always words I can't take. Yeah, I don't, man. But then I know you'll still believe I'm the only one ever. Did I get any of them right? 
a couple of words in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I know every, when it's on, you got the I know. the melody, you're spot on. Don't know why you do what you do. There you go. I'm so in love with you. Oh. Yeah, Are you bro. acting like you're playing piano? Bro? Yes, because I'm trying to keep the gotcha. time. Gotcha. Just keep getting better. Yeah. But like I said, I know every word, except I don't know any of the words. If that makes sense. It does. It it's kind of cool. I'm, I'm digging the whole... Uh, this is of, totally new to me. Some of my songwriting <laughs> buddies do that. They'll come up with a melody while we're writing, mm-hmm. and they can't say any words. So they just go, kind of like that. And then yeah, except go, I didn't come up with the melody. I stole yours. And then I, then, but that's you guys have done all these songs our whole lives. You're the soundtrack, like I said, to, to us, probably what... Teenage. Oh, yeah. well, no, younger than that. Ten. Because I, I was in the well, I was the in the little Texas fan one club. Here, so. nope. Wow. Well, no, but I mean, when I'm, I'm the oldest one here. But <laughs> I mean, I was in the little Texas fan club when I was ten years old, nine years old. Wow. Yeah, yeah man, love that. Oh my god. Come on. But you guys look the same age. Who? Me and Tim. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like we never got older, Tim. Yeah, both of you I guys know, stayed the same age. <laughs> Frozen in time. So this new EP, Familiar Faces, it is three new songs. One of them you played, Lay Low in Mexico. Actually, yeah, that song's actually not on the EP. Why did you play it here then? Because we wanted to do something special good. and I'm new. I'm glad for you, you did because it sounded good. We wanted to give you a little something, you do, know. Do you do any other new songs? Yeah. Do you want to? I mean, if you want to play a little something from the new record, you can. You don't have to. I don't want to put you on the spot. Uh, we'll do a little bit of Left Their Mark. And that's so good, guys. Holy crap. Wow. That's Thanks, awesome. Man. You ought to hear the second verse. Oh, it goes. <laughs> Make you cry. <laughs> Get a pair of pliers and a running start. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, he brought that in. We were trying to wrap up what, what the final components of the album would be, the full album. And he brought that in. He goes, hey, man, I got something I wrote. And he told the story about, you know, literally pulling his car over, impatient at first because, that looked like something was going on and it ended up being a funeral procession and he wrote that and we were like, dude, we are so cutting that. Yeah, that's a great, Richie, great song. You sounded great. Like, I, I think everybody kind of felt it in one way or the other. Oh, yeah. Um, that was awesome. Thank you. I, yeah, I know you guys weren't planning to play that, but I'm glad you did. You can curse me after you're gone for making you do that, but right now we're feeling pretty good. <laughs> cool. Okay. We love that song. That's yeah. Top top one or two favorite that we recorded. Well, you only recorded three, so I mean, if you were to say yeah, of the well, new we ones, we recorded about twelve. Well, <laughs> the ones that I <laughs> see. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, the medley that you guys do of the hits. How many hits do you put in that medley? Well, on um, you mean the one the one you do in a concert a because concert. it would be hilarious if you went and you just played a nonstop melody for an hour and then walked off. <laughs> like there was never a break. <laughs> it was just good. one to we the next. I would laugh for. That would be the greatest. Like, all right, guys, we're going to start with this. Da-da-da. You finish all, every number one, you do the new, and then you just walk off. I'd like that. I'd get a good we laugh out of that. We do about an hour and 50 minutes, and there's still about five number one songs that we don't have in the show. Bragger. It is It is kind of cool. I mean, it's. Uh, I think a lot for us on stage is just watching people's eyeballs. Of connect, course. Connecting the dots. And, you know, and, the, and you know, not to be schmaltzy about it, but there's a lot of emotion because all those songs take people to a certain place. And so... You know, it's one thing, like when, like when he does, I'm already there. I mean, it's just bring a mop out. People mm-hmm. are just, it, it fractures people. But I also think that we we do a really cool, fresh version of all those songs. You know, so we kind of bring a freshness to it. But it is, a, it's a great concert experience, for, even for us. It's, you know, we, we actually dig it. Larry, do you ever rap in these songs for the freshness? Do we ever what? Do you ever rap? Do a little rap in the middle? No. Oh. He could, though. You should. I could. Oh, I Add could. Add some freshness to that. <sighs> Be like, oh, I'm Larry from Restless Heart. Saving it. I'm, okay, I won't. I won't lay down anything. <laughs> Larry, <then>. Larry <laughs> Stew. Uh, would you guys do the medley? Because on this, yeah. the new EP is Familiar Faces, and so 
man, that song that you guys played, Left Their Mark, is awesome. But I know you guys are doing I'll Still Be Loving You, um, God Bless Texas, Amazed. Can you cram those three together? Oh, we could. I don't know, whatever you want. Just cram whatever together. We'll just be here. Play for an hour. We'll check back <laughs> it later. Yeah, we'll be here. You want to do, well, let's do, the, do whatever the you want. I don't care what you do. Here's the front men. We're just enjoying the show. This is one of those rare times where we just get to sit back and enjoy whatever you guys do. The front men are here, which, by the way, follow them on Instagram at The Front Men Live. It's Larry from Restless Heart, Richie from Lone Star, Tim Rushlow, Little Texas. They have three new songs and three new versions of three hits from their past. This is awesome, me talking over You're this. Ramping, dude. And I want everybody to know that no matter who you are and where you are, you are loved. Someone right now is thinking about you and they're thinking about and they're caring about you with all of their heart. Leave your number. Le- you sound like Jelly Roll now. <laughs> yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Woo-hoo. The front men, they have a new EP out. It's six songs, three songs that sh- that you love done a little differently. A little little uh, what would you say? I'll say newer, but a little fresher. Yeah. A little fresher. Uh, and then three songs that you already love. Done a little fresher. <laughs> Except, <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever. It's all stuff. It's all new. It's all fun. You guys sound great. Thank you, man. Thanks, man. Thank you so much. Thanks you guys for having sing us. together, you sound great, too. Like, how did three guys who were just like alpha energy decide to do it <laughs> and then it works together? I would, I would never. It just does, you know? Yeah. And even when we're doing our creative stuff, we just know who... Is gonna sing what? And oh, you take the high part. You take. He's singing lead on that one. And just, it just feels, you know. And I'll, to be really not too cornball, I think we're really grateful that we still get to do what we love to do, and we're still, I think, on top of our game vocally. And you know, we try to take care of ourselves. And um, just you know, to get this shot. I mean, again, it's your fault, dude. It's um, not my fault that I love you, okay? Uh, I can't stop well, love. Oh, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. But we did take your advice, and we, you know, we've we've now gotten a position to actually make music that we're proud of, and you never know, we may screw up and have a hit on the radio. Heck someday. yeah, man. Well, I mean, it's awesome y'all can make it work, because, I mean, I could picture some lead singers getting together and it being more of a, a battle of, like, when you're like, mm, and then the next day is like, mm, and y'all are, like, fighting. <laughs> that's that's about, handsome. Oh. You're doing handsome. Mm, bop. <laughs> but I mean, that you're like, oh, I can do that louder. I can do that better. Mm-hmm. I can do that louder. I can hold that note longer. But y'all just kind of... Whoever pees on the tree first of these three, they get it. <laughs> it's like my dogs. So first one to pee there, it's that's their spot. Um, okay, so th- the music's out now, the EP, and I'm assuming if this does pretty well, there'll, there'll be more music. EP turns into LP, LP turns into baby, first love comes love, then comes marriage. Well, we actually have an, e- uh, an LP done. You do? Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to whisper. We do. Yeah, cool. It's yeah. just not out yet. Got it. <laughs> the, the goal is single, 2024. Yeah. You're going to be single in 2024? Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Does Janet know that? Uh-oh. <laughs> All it's right, awesome. the front end. Go watch them. You guys are doing a bunch of shows in 2024, like fairs and festivals, and that's so fun. Which song? Okay, this is the last question, because I could do this for three hours. And I need honesty, which always means it's going to be an awkward question. So let me go. Larry, to you first. What song of theirs is the number one? Do you like playing the least? <laughs> Playing the least? That's yeah. funny. It doesn't That's mean, amazing. It doesn't mean you don't like it, but it's like playing the least for whatever reason. What's the number one song from that you like playing the least from them? <laughs> it's like, okay, so they God. did get along. Here's Larry from Wrestling Until Park. now. Th- there is not one I dislike oh. in our whole scene. No, no, I didn't say oh. dislike. I said like the least because I love all these people here on the show. Who do you but like if least? I got to pick one I, I, like, <laughs> I like the least. Mm-hmm. Yes. <sighs> Probably Lunchbox, but I still love them. We've been together 20 years. No big deal. See? That's a hard one. It's mutual. I mean, 
I don't even know that I could pick one. Mm. One of I mean, Tim's songs. Yeah, there you go. Because he sings, has sing so high. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I don't I, know. I feel like, Tim, I feel like you would like say a song. You're not going to say a song? Richie, I feel like you would say a song too. You're over there thinking. Well, if you say which one the most, I can, no, I I can name it. The most is the easy answer. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I don't know, man. Least, probably one I have to sing the high part on yeah. that I, you know, squeak it out. I don't know. Richie. Maybe. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, things. sir. Yes, sir. Which one? Uh, wrong or right. Yeah. Only because he has some other hits that I'd rather uh, perform. See, that's how you answer that question. Like a see, that was, that was really good. I'll be voting for him. Don't care anything else about it, but he got my vote. Uh, there that's, you go. They, they looked at it, they're like, oh, really? <laughs> they start fighting now I'm on out. stage. <laughs> I quit. Uh, the Frontmen, you guys follow them at The Frontmen Live. Congratulations on the record, guys. Thanks. Thanks. And congratulations on the new song. Sounded really good. That's super cool. Thank and uh, I'm gonna, this is what I'm going to commit to right now. That, that song, Left Their Mark, is so good. I don't know what you guys' plans are, but we, I do a national countdown show. I'm going to play that in the national countdown show as like the featured, the national song of the week. Because I just think wow. that's, you know, I think it's an awesome song. It moved me. You guys just played it, and it's so good. I think a national audience on the countdown needs to hear it too. So we'll do that as well. Awesome. Thank All you. right. Thank you. All right. There we go. There they are, the front men, everybody. Ooh. Thank you. Here's a voicemail we got yesterday. I was actually just curious to see if you guys have done the Secret Santa Christmas thing. I look forward to it every year. Thank you. We will draw for our Secret Santa. We don't really call it that. We'll figure out what the game is before we head off for Thanksgiving. So okay. today, tomorrow, Wednesday, we'll draw, get our person, figure out the game. The theme. Yeah, and then try oh, to figure boy. out what we're going to fight about ahead of time. Okay. And then try to cut that out, but then try to figure out what else we're going to fight about. <laughs> <sighs> uh, also, here's this one. Not sure if I missed it, but have Lunchbox ate the, the, the three pounds of food that he is supposed to eat? Bye. Love the show from North Dakota. Thank you for calling. That is a funny, funny bit that we keep forgetting to do, where simply it's if we weigh three pounds of food and he goes, okay, and then he eats all of it, will he weigh exactly three pounds more once he weighs himself? Because yeah, it weighed three pounds. Yes. And I don't know why we haven't done that yet. Why haven't we? I have no idea, but I know I make money if I can make it complete it. He does. How much? How much? How much? Like ten thousand. <laughs> there is no way I would have committed to that. Right, Mike? It's like fifty bucks or something. No, it's over. Let no. us figure out what the bid is again, because that's a funny bid. I'm here for it. Let's figure it out. Here's Amy's pile of stories. An etiquette expert was saying that a lot of people are eating peas all wrong. So if peas are going to be served at Thanksgiving, eating peas. Wrong. How do you eat peas? Well, wrong? tell me, how do you eat peas? Well, you first of all, you open your mouth. You take a spoon or a fork, and you put them in your mouth, and then you chew, and then you swallow. Mm-hmm. That's about all I know. Black-eyed peas, green peas, what? Yeah, I, peas. Any peas, I guess. Okay, well then that works. You I was, snort them? I like, was picturing green peas, but you're right. Black-eyed peas could work. But apparently, you should never shovel or scoop them with well, a fork or a spoon. Instead, you use your knife like a backboard to gather some peas together, and then you spear a bunch of them at once. I'm going to tell you, if I'm doing this, it's going to be the worst etiquette. <laughs> I'm going to miss. <laughs> Just let me go with the fork, Mr. Etiquette Guy, because there's no way any of us are... We're going to look even more hillbilly than we are if we're trying what is supposed to be fancy. Well, I'm just saying, this is the this is the proper way. If you want to bust it out at the, the family meal, you can teach everybody. Like a, a sort of like soup. You know you're supposed to eat soup. Do you know? How? I know you're supposed to eat soup, yes. You're supposed to go. No, how, how do you do it? Um, well, it depends. If, pick- if I if my wife is not going to be judgmental of me, I will ask for extra bread and basically eat the soup through the bread. Oh. oh. And I will take the bread and just dip it and then eat the bread. Like a sponge. Yes. <laughs> and she's okay. like, hey, okay. we're not Mountain Pine right now. And I'm like, don't talk about Mountain Pine, Oklahoma. And then she's like, good point. 
And then we move on from that. And then she puts a napkin in my lap because I usually get food all over me. Mm. And so then she's like, you eat like a seven-year-old. And then I say, I'm trying to get better. And then we finish dinner and go home and we have the whole conversation. It's a whole thing, but yes, soup with a spoon. Okay, yeah, but- But I go backward. Yes, that's it. You're supposed to. What do you mean backward? So you take your spoon. Mm -hmm. I only do this because I worked at a fancy restaurant as a waiter and a busboy. You take your spoon. Okay. You go in from the front. Okay, it's like if you were wiping your butt front to back. Oh. You I go did not from, explain it that way. You but. go from the front of the soup bowl and come to your mouth. What is the yeah. difference? How? I, can't well, do that. I don't it. think I've ever done that. Yeah, I only do it because I worked at a fancy restaurant. Wow. I don't understand. Yeah, you take the spoon like this you is go the bowl. back. Look, that- this is the bowl. Yeah, yeah, but why would you? It's so much easier to bring it like a soup. Well, because you. You, can, you can flip it from farther. No, that's not why. Okay. Uh, I have some embarrassing moments that a lot of people can relate to. Like, these are the things that just really get us all feeling weird if we do them, okay? Hooper pants. Oh, that's shoot. Got to be on the list. That did not make it. Happened but to me once. That would be terrible. Pretty, <laughs> that would be pretty embarrassing. It's awful. I'll Go give ahead. you the top five things people are most embarrassed about. Uh, five, deep liking something on social. Like, if you're scrolling oh, yeah. way back. Or you're just cyber stalking someone mm-hmm. like there have been people in the, in this business that I, let me go check out their profiles and like see what they're up to see if I like their work or maybe want to work and I'll be like six months ago they're doing like some funny bit and I'm like oh that's cool <gasps> oh you accidentally God. tap it I liked it from six months ago yeah <laughs> that is that's a nightmare it's a deep like yeah. uh, a four when the door says pull but you push <laughs> yeah, I don't mind that one that happens all the time uh, yeah. when you try to take a sip of something and completely miss your mouth no. I don't do that one that much. Yeah, so oh. far I'm still good. Okay. Falling uh, is tough, though. It's embarrassing. Like, oh, if you trip yeah. or something, that, yeah. Well, that's the number one. Yeah, like, ice is hilarious if it's not you. No, yeah, terrible if it is you. Man, it's when old people fall. I don't oh. like that. Oh, I don't like that. That's, that, the that's worst. bad. That's bad. I don't like so, that. So, since tripping or falling in public is number one, number two is texting the wrong person, which I guess it just depends on what you've said. Yeah. Well, this is what I did the other day. <laughs> We have a, a text thread. It's me, Morgan number one, a couple other people that in my little management group. And it was one of the people's birthdays. And so um, I was texting Morgan about it. Hey, la, la, la. Except I sent it to the whole thread, including the person whose birthday it was. Oh, man. All I did was see her name up on the front of that text thread. And I just hit it and was like, hey, so for the birthday. And I realized I pushed the whole voice memo through. It's like, oh, my God. Mm. So what does the birthday person say? Thank you. Sounds like a good idea. They said, I don't think I'm supposed to hear this. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Cody Johnson revealed that he got a tattoo on the bottom of his foot. I saw that. That Ooh, is that's oh. gotta hurt. That means you run out of space though. Oh yeah. It's gonna be painful. I do a butt cheek before the bottom of the foot. Same. Just because the bottom of the foot, you have one, it's gonna hurt, very sensitive. Mm-hmm. And two, you have to like use it to step on. Yeah, he said uh, his, the tattoo is a nod to Waylon Jennings' uh, lyric that's, I've always been different with one foot over the line. And so the tattoo is one and then the apostrophe for the word foot. Well, then that's good because it's not a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you say one the bottom of the foot? foot. Yeah, mm-hmm. bottom of the foot. Yeesh. But still, that, yeah, that's mm. tough. Would you? Are you going to get another tattoo? I don't have plans to just simply get tattoos. It'll just be spur of the moment. If you died or something, I'd probably get your your head or something. Oh, that'd be nice. Cool. We should we've, all do that. We've been close for a long time, and so. Yeah. But that would be a like a reason I would do that because something would happen. Okay. Yeah. But don't die. I don't want a tattoo. Like Amy's face with a date on it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> yes. know if I do face because as you get older, they also get older in the tattoo because oh, your skin stretches. <laughs> the wrinkled skin. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. That means they're aging just I know, like they but would. I, I want to remember. I want to remember this Amy right here, mm-hmm. the Amy that we love dearly. I don't want to. Remember her later on. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Amy. That's my file. 
That was Amy's pile of stories. We talked yesterday about you going to Home Depot to get some stuff for Christmas. What did you get? Yeah, well, so I got little miniature trees for my kids, for their rooms, but then... Is that the plant you were talking about, miniature trees? Yeah, but it looks like a Christmas tree. Got and it. then we got mini string lights to put around that and lights to throw like a, a light net that throws on bushes in your front yard. I feel like. Oh, it, that's cool. It looks yeah, Christmassy. It looks really cool. And then. Or like you're trapping a bush. I feel like we're going to have to go back because Stevenson is slowly convincing me to get the Grinch stealing Christmas inflatable. <laughs> that's a commitment to put it up. I know. I they know. They have that there? Yeah. And it, he was obsessed with it. And I was like, oh, I don't know. We'll think about it. And like, it's all he talked about before bed. Your yard is not large. Right. I mean, we could put it in the backyard. Put it on the front porch. <laughs> Something like that. But the Home yeah. Depot has the right tools and the perfect decor to transform your home for the holidays. The Home Depot has Black Friday savings all month long. Find the perfect gifts for every doer on your list or something for you. Holiday prep starts here. The Home Depot. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Science, biology, love. I don't know. This is an awesome story. In Texas, this person found a bunch of orphan puppies. They'd just been born, but they didn't have a mom anywhere near. And so they thought they were guessing 9, 10, 11 days old. So they took them to the animal shelter, and they were like, all right, bottle feed them. So they start bottle feeding them like crazy. They had brought in a stray that was a great Pyrenees named Nova, who had also recently given birth. Um, But again, not Nova's dogs they found. But again, Nova didn't have anywhere to stay, so the shelter took Nova. Nova starts nursing all the dogs. Oh, wow. They didn't even need the ball. Nova took care of all the dogs that weren't hers. That, again, nature, biology, I don't know, love. But Nova's like this big, white, great Pyrenees, and all these puppies are right on there. Just... I wonder if she's like known as like the the, the nice dog. Like, oh Nova, Nova, that's that's Nova, <laughs> that's what Nova. Well, does. she's a stray though. I know, but that's just crazy that like dogs have a personality. Like, not every dog would do that, but Nova, or would they? Ooh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know either, and I wish we could talk to dogs. Yeah, well, we could find a, a animal psychic. That's true that we heard about. <laughs> yep, that's true, Amy. Get her on the phone. She makes a lot of money now. All right, thank you. Great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I think this is a pretty good class. California students, K through 12, they're, they have to learn literary skills, but also now there is part of the class that teaches people how to know if it's fake news or not. Oh, that's good. Something we didn't have to learn because we didn't have all social media telling us, lying to us at times, that looked like it was the truth. I mean, I just got tricked like a second ago. There was a, some post about a Dallas Cowboys guy got arrested. Now it's a fake account. Oh. <laughs> fake news. So now they have put in this Assembly Bill 873, which requires the state to add media literacy to curriculum frameworks that actually teaches you how to tell the difference. Yeah. Sometimes it's really hard to tell, though. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Overall, only 7% of adults have a great deal of trust in the media. And I'd like to thank that 7% because those are our listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the 7%. They know we might be wrong, but they know we're not going to purposefully lie to them. Right. We just are idiots sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just misinformation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not disinformation. Mm-hmm. Misinformation. Yeah. We're all just a little misunderstood. We're, hey, we're trying, man. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're, we're going as hard as we can here. Yeah. We're just sometimes... We're like you. Shooting from the hip. <laughs> we just say stuff sometimes. Uh, so that's from calmatters.org. Thought that was pretty good. Dumbest class you ever had to take, though, in high school or college. In high school, we didn't have a whole lot of classes. Small school. College, I ended up taking, and I liked it, but I took racquetball, and I was uh, I was amazed. Oh. I, I took bowling, too. I was amazed you could get oh. credits for that. Yeah, I took power walking. <laughs> that's dumber Wait, than that's mine. That's crazy. a good one. That's a good one. Did you actually have to show up? Uh, yes, and it's harder than you would think because you are graded. You can't run. There's a fine line between a slow jog and a power walk. Amen, amen. And you have to get it just right. You? I took non-speaking Spanish, but I, I failed that one. So, like, I thought I did non-speaking because I came from a speaking household thinking I was going to ace it. 
I failed it. Oh, I thought you meant like non-speaking where like you didn't you say talk. a single word. <laughs> and everybody just trusts each other. They know Spanish. <laughs> no, 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 no. You? It was called Life in Transition. It was high school freshman year. And it was like supposed to teach you how to adjust to high school life, oh, note taking, organize your binder, everything. But mine was the second <laughs> semester because some people took it first semester. Mine was second semester. So I'd been in high school for six months. And it was like, we're already doing here. Already you need to put tabs in a binder. And it was like. You had already transitioned. I've already transitioned. Good for you, you, man. Good for you, man. All right, thank you. Let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What does Austin Powers put on his mashed potatoes at Thanksgiving? What? Groovy, baby. Gravy. (laughs) Gravy. Gravy, baby. Oh, should I say it that way? Yeah. Gravy, baby. Dang it. Yeah. Gravy, baby. (laughs) You're going to say like Austin Powers That is gravy Yeah, you know, not groovy though, gravy Oh, okay Because he says groovy I know he does, so I thought Did you change the joke from what it said? You thought gravy was wrong? No, no, it said groovy (laughs) Gravy A groovy No, gravy, baby Gravy Gravy You know what, it's funny, guys That was the morning corny Cool, 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 cool. cool. <laughs> All right, thank you, guys. <laughs> Name the food in the lyrics. Now, sweet potato pie was the answer to this one right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. with the wind. Sweet potato pie coming back again. Shut my mouth. So, how many can we get? Now, how many do we have, Raymundo? Because I'm going to play this. Eleven. Oh, we're not doing eleven. Why don't we do five? Right. And if we have ties, we'll just keep going. So it'll beep right down the food that's in the song. Everybody ready? Got ready. ready. Go. I got a cooking in the microwave. Got a three-day bed. I don't plan to shit. I'm in. I'm in. in. in for the win. Everybody, one, two, three. Rice. I got rice cooking in the microwave. Good one. Next one. I said where I come from. It's chicken. Where I come from. Cornbread? Ooh, correct. Oh, I think I have cornbread anyway. Yeah. Cornbread. Cornbread. Cornbread, yeah. I said where I come from. It's cornbread and chicken. Where I come okay, from. Getting harder. Is that one harder? Yeah, I need her twice. Okay. Here we go. Is there a chance they don't have it? No. Okay. One, two, three, catfish. Good. Get yourself a little catfish dinner. Gonna sound like a winner when I lay you down. Next. And that's home, you know. Sweet tea, pecan pie, homemade wine. Where the go? In my house, it's not. Does anyone feel like they may not have it? Oh, lunch is struggling. No, I, I was. I was. We're going to have to go to him first. No, no, no. I thought it was going to be before that. Like, I well, thought, me too. Oh, yeah, I did too. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got, I got that. Yeah. But what I do you think have? I got it. What do you have? Peaches. 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 Where the peaches grow. In my house, it's not much. Context clues because he's from Georgia. There it is. That's Number five. Don't miss it. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got that b- with the Oreo shake. It's some whipped cream on the top. Two straws, one shot. Yeah. Hey, we, we don't need to fly. Hold on, can we play again? Play again? Yeah. Well, Maybe. Lunchbox can't concentrate because you're over there. You're, you're, over, yeah. you're over there doing your little singing yeah, thing. Trying Fire to be phone. like, oh, look at me, I know it all. Well, look at me, squeaky, squeaky I'm in so the back. You're so fancy like what Amy's saying. Natty, Natty, Natty. All right, one more time, please. 
So I'll go first or second because I'm not sure I have it. Oh, I'm not sure either. Okay, but I think I do peaches. Contest <laughs> I don't think lunch has it either. Is, uh, okay, lunch, we're, we're going to go to you. Cheese sticks. What? Cheese sticks. Wait. Will you, will you play it with the beat? Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a late night. Cheese sticks. Cheese sticks. No, that can't be it. But you were just saying something. It's some bourbon, but I don't know what bourbon it is. Bourbon cheese sticks? Ah, bourbon. Is it cheese sticks, Ray? No. Okay. Mm. Eddie? I put bourbon street ribs. Let's try it. Bourbon Street steak. Bourbon Street steak. No! I have Bourbon Street steak. I'm not even going to play that yet, but yeah. I have Bourbon Street steak. Steak? Amy, you and I are still in it, though. Oh, great. Hey, Eddie, we got the last place. Yeah, we got it. Fun, man. Or second, or third place. We tied. Both of us tied for third? Yeah. We'll take that. That's still last, though, I guess. (laughs) You had a point. Amy, it's just you and I. Don't miss it. Go. I got it. Okay. Like okay. a piece. Okay. But I can tell them inside out. I only know help. Got a hip like. So thick and so sweet. One, two, three. Honey. Got a hip like. Jam. Okay, next one. I was willing, but she wasn't ready. So I settled for a and a grape snow cone. Then- Dropped her off early, but I didn't go home. One, two, three. Burger. Burger. Yeah. Burger and a grape snow cone. I dropped her off early, but I didn't go home. Okay, go ahead. I ain't saving all my sugar for a Saturday night. Seven days a week, I got an appetite. The sun sets like a Let's find a road we've never seen. Don't waste another mile. I'm in, but I'm only like 60%. Life is short, make it sweet. Do you have an idea? Apple pie. Uh, Apple pie. I think it's three syllables because I think it's sunsets like a ba da da. Yeah, but like what's like a sunset? I think it's a a tangerine. Oh, that's probably (laughs) it. it. Sunsets like a tangerine. Yeah, because the, yeah, orange sunset. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. (laughs) And it's sweet. Like a tangerine. Let's find a road we never good about it, but I wasn't. Huh? Can I ask a question? What? what would an apple pie sunset be? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But it's I circular. Just, it could kind I, of I just that. Pie seemed to rhyme with me, with whatever. With sweet? With sweet? We need to go back to rhymes. I don't know what I was, I don't know. No, I don't. I, I just didn't know if there was such thing as an apple pie sunset. Because <laughs> it. it does sound like something you could use in a different country song. Huh. We were there watching that apple pie sunset. And people would go like, oh, dang, that is good. That's a good dog. Yeah. Because it's like brown. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah, brown sun. You're my ice cream from the day that we met. But, it's know, a pies are round. Eating under an apple pie. You know? Sunset. Uh, mm-hmm. a, a round. Oh, that's pie. good. Round, yeah. yeah. I see what we're doing there. I won. Of course. Um, are, there, are there two more? We can. I can do them for yep. fun. These are mine. This is my okay, victory yeah, lap. Victory lap. Go, Go for ahead. it. And it's hot, eat a root beer. Should all be what? what on earth? Hold on, hold on. Don't play. When it's hot, eat a root beer. What? Go ahead. When it's hot, eat a root beer. Shut off the well, AC. Only be one thing. Well, there yeah. could be two. Because if, if he just said drink a root beer, it'd have been different. What did he say? Eat a root beer. So it can either be a root beer float or a root beer popsicle. That's the only two things that can be to eat a root oh, beer. There's you only one. Can't so, eat a float. You, you can't, can't eat, eat a float because it's ice cream. But popsicle doesn't fit there. 
Root beer, you need a root popsicle. Beer popsicle. Yes, it does. Yeah, you no. can make it fit. Okay. In about a dollar? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Get your wallet out. Go. When it's hot, eat a root beer popsicle. Shut off the AC. <laughs> Give me a dollar. Give me one. Give me one. All right. Yeah, I'll let you make a dollar. I don't know what the next one is, but Lunchbox can have this one, and if he gets it right, he can have his dollar back. Thank you. But if you lose it, you give me $2. That's fine. Go ahead. Cheeseburger in paradise. I don't know this one. You got this, dude. You got this. Play it again. Listen to it. Cheeseburger in knew that's what he was saying. <laughs> Let me tell you. Come on. It sounds like it's the audio's messed up, but I got it. Go. Pizza slice. No, what the? <laughs> I would have guessed. The pizza slice? Oh, that's, I mean, it's fine. That, it's a nope. cheeseburger he's talking oh, about. but I don't think, that's a fine guess, because I <laughs> was the like. The next word was slice. <laughs> yes. I would think you could slice. So, cheeseburger in. I didn't know I said heaven on earth with a, I uh -huh. didn't know that. Heaven on earth with the pizza slice. So, it could be lettuce, onion, tomato, what? Uh, cheese? No, no, it's already cheeseburger. In in with the cheese. Heaven on earth with the cheeses slice. Lettuce slice. With a tomato slice. With an onion slice. With a pizza slice. A pie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was wrong. I'm gonna go with <laughs> tomato or onion. I'm gonna go with the tomato because tomato can fit. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go onion. Figuring out the syllables. You owe me $2. Right. Cheeseburger. That was in easy. Paradise. Jimmy yeah. Buffett there. Right. Da, 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 da. Thank you all. Play my song. Oh! You're unbelievable. I love it. Love the dub. Good job, dude. Yes, thank you very much. All right, let's play this. Are you undefeated when you play games? No. No. Are you not sure? No, 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 no. Maybe. No. Not at all. I think, I think no, I lose sometimes. When? Uh, name it. I can't, but I lose sometimes. <laughs> I don't play enough to name every time. Yeah. All right, thank you guys. Bobby Bone Show. There's a voicemail from over the weekend. I just wanted to pose a question to the room. Do you guys think that it's still catfishing if it is the person in the photo, but they don't really look that good? Maybe the photos are a few years younger, maybe a few pounds less, maybe there's some editing going on. Do you guys consider that catfishing if someone showed up to the date and it's them, you recognize them, but... You're also like, that's not what I thought I was talking to. What do you think? Great question. Let's go to Morgan. Morgan, you're on an app and you meet a dude and he doesn't look like the picture, but it's that guy. Yeah, this happened to me. Really? Did you feel like you were catfished? I didn't feel like I was catfished, but I definitely felt a little uncomfortable because like, it felt like he wasn't secure or confident in himself in that phase of his life, like when he showed up to meet me. Do you feel like he was baiting you with a better version of him? Yes. For sure. I, it definitely was like a it was like a bait and switch situation. Bait. Here's hot me switch. Here's ugly me. Mm. <laughs> in, a, in a way, See, like I, I, I could I could never do that because I would be so nervous. I would almost want to have an uglier picture up. Because then it'd be like, surprise, I'm hotter. Yeah. Not the other way where you actually see their eyes go. Oh, God. Yeah. How do you react whenever and do you react whenever he doesn't look like him? I didn't react. Like, I think my brain reacted. Like, there was definitely wheels oh. turning in my brain. Yeah. But I went through with the date, and we hung out for, like, two hours. Oh, so you liked him? It, 
No, I just like, I'm really bad at ending conversation. I'm really bad at being like, okay, I'm leaving. So I just went through with it and like did the date, but I didn't talk to him after that. It just, it just started everything off kind of like it felt like on a lie. So you wouldn't say that's catfishing though, but you would say it is a bit dishonest. It's, it's dishonest. And it's definitely like, it's, it's kind of a, a flag where you're like, okay, what else is going on? Misleading. Yeah. Well, hold I on. Lunchbox, what, what do you want to say? Yeah, yeah. I want to say this. So when you show up to a date, do you let them know you're wearing Spanx or a push-up bra? Uh, okay. No, no, I'm honest question. But is that that's misrepresentation the same way because you think you're getting this hourglass figure and you get her home and it's you're getting Stop. a muffin top. I mean, oh, oh, oh. am I right? You think you're getting double I mean, D's and you're really getting C's. It's like, whoa, I mean, he's that's not right. wrong. It's, it's misrepresentation the same way. You are altering your look to make yourself look better, just like he did in the pictures. Well, Morgan's example is a guy, but this can go both ways. Like, yes. But his example this, specifically, Amy, respond I, I, to that. <laughs> Push-up okay. bras and, uh, what do you say? Spanx. Spanx. Yeah. Okay, no, so now if the guy colors his hair. Uh, Great rebuttal. Wh- whitens his teeth. <laughs> yes. Um, but right, if you have a, a prob- spray tan. If you have like, a problem with misrepresentation, then you have no, to no. hold the same standards to the woman. But, I think the, the issue here is. Listen, a Spanx or a push-up bra are not going to alter things that drastically. You sure? What? Then it's, why do you wear them? The, because it feels, it's shapewear. It feels <laughs> good. It may, but it's not. It's not this like drastic difference. It it's turns just really the mu- not. It turns the muffin into a breadstick. Yeah, it what? absolutely does. Right. It slims it down. These it guys, crams I, it in. I can't. We do a lot of things in the current to make ourselves look and feel better. Right. I think that's different than using an old picture of you from ten years ago that you can't even get back to. Very different. It's. I, I understand why you feel the way you do. So. But I, I don't think it's exactly the <laughs> He's same. He's kind of mad, though. He is. You well, mad I mean, at her? I, I'm mad at all you guys ripping on this dude. Like, Nobody ripped. She just said she, it made her feel uncomfortable because she felt like it was dishonest of him. Did you put makeup on for that date, Morgan? Yes, but I will oh. tell you. Hold on. I do agree. Oh. I, hold well, on. I guess if you put clothes on, then yeah. that would count. Right. Can I, can I respond to you? Like, I don't disagree with you. I do think we, we filter ourselves and stuff. But I make sure on my profile, like, even when I got bangs, I put new pictures up because I look like a different person. You're going to make like, sure that they're not surprised by what they're seeing yeah, by what they saw. Yeah. So like however I show up every single day is how my dating profile looks. And as long as you show up as who you are every single day, then I'm cool with that. So you have a variety of photos? Yes. So you, I mean, I'm full body. Okay. I'm close up. You see everything about me. So if I'm putting myself out there in that full way, I feel like the guy should also. How did this turn on Morgan? I mean, it was literally, I went to Morgan to answer and Lunchbox got so mad. <laughs> it seems like he's just got mad at women in general. <laughs> But you see my point. I see why you think that's a point, but I don't. Oh, you kind of side with me. No, no, no. no. (laughs) But I don't think it's the same point because, like Amy said, guys do it too. Yeah, there's shapewear for men. And not only that, you're dyeing the hair. They do have spanks for men. All all that. Anyway, Morgan, thank you. Lunchbox, take a breath. Eddie, whose side are you on? I mean, I I understand what you're saying, but I'm not on your side. It's not the same. So, like, if Eddie wears a hat. It's misrepresentation. But you know, I mean, people know. If I'm wearing a hat. Lunchbox wants a full body naked, wants to see every <laughs> your medical records and anything less than that. No, no, I'm saying if you're going to get mad at him for having older pictures, then you better no, not older have any No, pictures. older pictures is different. It doesn't matter. Thank you, Morgan. <laughs> you're welcome. So is it catfishing or not? No. Okay. It's misrepresentation. Yes, I, I wouldn't have wanted to go out with it's- Let's do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A Philadelphia radio station is and has pulled all Taylor Swift off the air leading up to tonight's Eagles and Chiefs game. 
Hmm. Why? Oh, it's in Philly. It's in Philly. Philly. Oh, got it. That's pretty <laughs> funny. funny. That makes sense. So they kicked all Taylor off all the time. Uh, Travis Kelsey plays for the Chiefs. Obviously dating Taylor Swift. She's a Chiefs fan now, so that's it. I mean, everyone knows that, right? Like, isn't that crazy? I, I know, like, you just in case people don't know it, but everyone knows that. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. If you're listening to us now, you probably know it. You're the type of person that would probably know. Sure. I don't know that everybody knows, oh, but if I you're here everyone with us, knows. you know. Uh, the Chiefs and the Eagles tonight, which, by the way, is a rematch of the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, because the brothers. Who won that one, Amy? I don't remember. Uh, the Eagles. Nope. Dang. 50 50. Yeah, it's a toss up. Fed sees a billion dollars in fake handbags and shoes from a storage unit in the largest counterfeit bust in U.S. Wow. history. One B, not one M. One M would have been like, wow, dude. One B, one billion dollars. That's a big storage unit. Holy moly. A storage facility in Manhattan was the site of the largest counterfeit goods seizure in U.S. history. Well, you know, they got some good stuff. If I was part of the crew that seized it, I'd been picking out like the best product stuff. <laughs> Gucci stuff, and like, that one looks real enough. Let me have that one. That's crazy. Two men were arrested. $1.3 in fake handbags, shoes, clothes, and other accessories. We went to New York a long time ago. Me and Jill, who was a co-host on the show when the show very first started. We went to watch David Letterman. And we are both Letterman fans. I was probably 24. She's probably 22. We went to New York. Never been to New York at that time. And she's like, I want to go to a counterfeit place and get some stuff. And I was like, me too. And so we go and... We don't know what to do, so we just ask somebody, where do we get the fake stuff? And they don't want to answer that out loud because you could be, you know, the, you, you can the, be the, the law. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, no, I can't tell you that. I don't know what you're talking about. So we asked a couple people, and then finally someone came up to us and goes, you the ones asking about stuff? And we're like, yeah. They follow us. They walk us down into an underground. We should have never gone because we were very vulnerable because we went in through the back of a little store underneath walked through like a tiny little alley into another back of a building what great yeah. they would turn they turned lights on it was like, like and then it was just everything wow that's crazy it's crazy i ended up buying like some sunglasses and they broke like an hour later because yeah, they weren't real they weren't real yeah, yeah but it was fun but afterward i was like i was an idiot i should not have done that i should not dangerous, have let yeah. very, very dangerous i wasn't too good to buy counterfeit stuff i'm still okay with that <laughs> it's how dangerous it was a Frozen 4 is in the works. Parents, how do we feel about that? I mean, Fine. I didn't think they were still making Frozens. Like, oh, I, like the movie like Frozen 4. I remember the first one, but that's oh, it. Oh, boy. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, they need to stop. <laughs> they're not going to let it go if they're making money. Right. There's no word yet on who is in for the fourth film, but apparently Frozen 4, which if I were running Disney, I would try to do things that were easy money makers. Sure. And I would assume this would be an easy money maker. Well, it's like Toy Story. They, they had... Know. 19 of them. Four or five or something. A firefighter in Michigan was accused of arson after he was caught actively fighting a fire that he started. Hmm. Officials in Chippewa County said they were called to a fire Saturday evening. It was the third fire in the area over the past few months. They watched a surveillance video from a gas station across the road, and they identified the person who set the building on fire. That same person, Joseph Carl Halder, 35, is a volunteer firefighter who had been working with the Whitefish Township Fire Department for months. He was arrested, being held on bond. He was, and is now a person of interest in the other two fires. It's from Click On Detroit. So, my thing is, does he like to see stuff burn, or did he just want to fight a fire? Yeah, like he was bored. Since since he's a, because think about the Instagram pictures you get. Yeah, you're fighting just, a fire, you're a volunteer, mm -hmm. so that's like a big deal. Look at me, I'm fighting a fire. 
You know? And he probably responded real quickly, too, because, like, yeah. Could it, like could, time. It, could it be practice? But, but, but that's not practice <laughs> if you're really putting out a fire. That's a real fire on, on a real property. Yeah. You know? Or maybe he was hoping to get called up to act him instead of just volunteer. He wanted to show he was Yeah, good. how wow. good he was. Yeah, dummy. Police are looking for five men who stole meat from a refrigerated truck early in the morning in South Philadelphia. One thief told the driver, listen, we're hungry. We're just going to take a little. But then he pointed to his hip. Suggesting he had a weapon, and then they stole 15 boxes of beef worth about 8,000 bucks. Mm. That's not just a little, though. Well, maybe they were hungry, though. But yeah. that's that's too much if you're just hungry. Big family. It's from 6 ABC. A lot of mouths to feed. Yep. That's too much, though. <laughs> that's ah. what Robin Hood's. But the, you don't I know mean, that they're man. rich. You don't know that, who you stole from. They right. might be struggling. It's right. a, hey, Thanksgiving, man. Oh, I didn't think about that. What's that mean, Thanksgiving, man? They got to feed their families coming to town. They got to have the spread ready. Not, not with a gun. You don't need that much beef. How big's your family? You a gremlin? 15 people. Mm. Legal action is sought after an Arizona breeding company uh, has 260 small animals that they were holding, keeping, and feeding to reptiles. Oh, what? That's terrible. Yeah, these animals were supposed to be placed in for adoption, but instead they were used as food. Were they no. Were they like dogs? Yeah. Or were they? I, I'm not going to go too okay. descriptive into it, but the breeder who was breeding the animals was... You was was using his feed instead of what? Oh man, that's terrible. A Tennessee man is popped for a DUI while operating a Santa train. Oh no! <laughs> like, are there kids on it? Yeah, a tractor that's... full of kids during a Christmas no, parade. No, no. Yeah, you can't do that. Terrible. I mean, the parade. He is driving slow. No, but, you know. So, yeah, but it is a parade. You must have so fun in a parade. Right? He's being jolly Santa. Uh-uh. Yeah, the incident went down. Witnesses say that Henry Meade was driving Santa's train erratically. Ah! <laughs> Check this out. Oh, 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 oh. Not only did Meade fail a sobriety test, the cops found meth, narcotics, and oh, a syringe. Whoa, 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 whoa. He mm. went hard. He went really hard. That's from the messenger. That's 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 crazy. Uh, don't I mean, How did he get the job to begin with? I mean, I think if you just look like Santa, I don't think there's much really to But if you don't need it. to look like Santa to drive a train. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's Santa's train. So but, but, you, but Santa can have its own conductor, and Santa can be in there, too. Oh, Technically, right. you should probably look like an elf. <laughs> right? Santa's helper. I just think if you put the uniform on, you're just you're, you're a conductor. Okay. That's that's it. That's all I got. That's the news. Those were Bobby's big stories. Bones. Dirk Bentley's birthday today. He's 48 years old. Dirk is an awesome dude. Like we love when he comes by. Love him as a guy. Uh, he has so many hits. Top five streaming songs. Number five, Burning Man. I'm a little bit steady. Number four, Black. Make my world go black. Number three, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? Number two, somewhere on a beach. Somewhere on a beach. And number one, drunk on a plane. I'm getting drunk on a plane. I saw where he said he had, I had a drink for two years. Yeah. Like recently? Yeah, it was an article. Wow. Yeah, so happy birthday, Dirks. Some stuff that we've pulled from Dirks over time, and especially on the Bobbycast, where I sat with him for an hour. In this episode, we put it back up. Just go search for the Bobbycast. Dirks Bentley got a job at the Nashville Network when he came to town, researching old footage of country performances and... He played bars and worked on demo tracks at night, and he talked about how he'd give his music out to anybody that he thought could help him because he was working kind of in the industry, but he was a video guy. It wasn't... Here you go. Yeah, we worked at Tina, and the building's gone where we used to work. It was across the street from the Opry House, and it was when Tina and CMT were kind of all packed together, and I was just doing anything I could at that point. Yeah, you know, I was working on music, and uh, anyone I thought could, like, be of help with, like, you know, hearing that and help me maybe put it in someone's hands or get it, get it you know, kicked out of doors was, was uh, the point. Yeah, I was recording songs. I was playing downtown on Lower Broadway. I was writing at uh, 
you know, ASCAP and the, the, the little riders room they have upstairs where they allow anyone to, to ride in. So it's just kind of a thing of just a shotgun blast of putting as much stuff out there and seeing what would, would stick. He's a pilot, and so he talks about how he'd fly to shows and from shows, and I would just be tired. It's like, ah, yeah. you gotta go, you have to go, it's like driving home. Mm-hmm. But except you could die a lot easier if it didn't go right. <laughs> but he talked about Tim McGraw and Kenny Chesney, you know, started his dream of wanting to fly. And then I flew with Kenny Chesney one time, coming back to a show in a private jet, my first time ever in a jet. I was like, this is unbelievable. It was back in 2003. I made signature of my password in my computer. And so every time I, type, I had to get on my computer, I had to type the word signature. And I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna own a jet. I always look at planes and these guys go, yeah, that's Tim McGraw. He's, that's, he's Tim's up there flying that plane to the gig today. It was a charity gig we were doing. He's like, yeah, I'm getting my pilot's license and he was flying this cool plane. Well, he was with an instructor flying to a gig, you know, right. multitasking. And so I went up the next day and started flying with that instructor. And now he flies all the time. And he did drunk on a plane. People are like, you're a pilot. You can't have this song. <laughs> it's like, it's a joke. One final clip. Dirk Bentley turns 48 today. He once tracked down a music exec in a parking lot to play him a song. And then that went on to be his first number one. What, what was I thinking? But he actually wanted another song to be his first single. And she met me outside and I played it for her acoustically, like outside the club. Oddly enough, I fought really hard for that not to be the first single. So what did you want to be the first a song called Wish It Would Break, which is more of a country thing. It's about your wishing your, your car steer would break because every song plays reminds you of your girl. It's a great song, but Mike Duggan from Capitol was like, we're going with Wilson we'll thinking. So And you're glad it did. Yeah. The interesting thing is he went and played a song on guitar, not just played her a song. Like, here, listen to this. Put this in your ear. No, he has his guitar. Listen to me sing. That's cool. That's awkward. But it worked out. <laughs> uh, favorite Dirks Bentley moment ever? Amy? Here, um, probably in the very beginning, it was maybe one of the first times that he came in. Uh, and performed and he's saying come a little closer it was pretty fun when he said come a little closer Amy okay uh, lunchbox. what in the world wow. Uh, yeah. wow it's when I saw Dirk Bentley at the grocery store and he had forgot his wallet oh yeah and that's I good. had to pay for his groceries oh yeah <laughs> I mean that he's, was pretty cool he still owes a you. full grocery no it was like a bag of groceries yeah. he was doing he was gonna cook with the kid and they were had a special like meal he planned out and wallet. he was like uh oh and he starts patting his pockets, and I was at the register next to him, and I looked up, and I said, what's up, Dirks? And he's going, I forgot my wallet. So I paid for his groceries. That's funny. <laughs> Eddie? Yeah, you always hear about Dirks, like, riding his bike and being adventurous, what outdoorsman, whatever. But when we were, <laughs> me and Lunchbox were outside for some reason, outside the studio, and he came driving and riding his bike down the sidewalk, and we're like, Dirks? What's up, guys? You have a helmet on? <laughs> yeah, everything. It's pretty crazy. Dirks is such a good dude. Eddie and I do a show at the Ryman Auditorium every year called The Million Dollar Show, which is all for St. Jude. And Tracy Lawrence was going to play with us. And Tracy Lawrence got sick the day of. And I consider Dirks a friend. So I was like, Dirks, is there any way you can come and fill in? Because Tracy Lawrence couldn't make it. And Dirks not only showed up like six hours later with his guitar, he also did a Tracy Lawrence song hmm. that started off. He did, you find out who your friends are. So it was awesome. But I yeah, think that, that pretty really much cool. says who that dude is. Yeah. yeah. Can I do my real one? No, you had your real no, you one. Well, I sort of joke. I have a like a meaningful one. Okay. It's inner engineering. The time you breathed on me. No, that's I was. The I time was you gave of, me a chair. You opened up that door for us to do that. I know. Go I ahead. made a joke. Go ahead. Uh, obviously, that was he was making a joke when he performed it as well. But inner engineering is a book that he gave me after we adopted the kids, and he came into the studio to do something and dropped off the book. And I sort of at the time, I guess I wasn't ready for it because I put it away on a bookshelf. And then shortly, well, a few years after that, when my dad passed away, I found the book on my bookshelf and opened it up. And a lot of what was inside of it was exactly what I needed at that time. And so it was just really special that 
you know, that was a gift from him. Happy birthday, Dirks. 48, and that full interview of Dirks just going A to Z with his life and his career is up. Just go search for the Bobbycast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Let's play some Dirks now. Let's play, let's play What Was I Thinking? Because that was a song one. he went out with the guitar, and he's like, listen to this, lady. <laughs> Hilarious. You ever heard of ghost bagging? Because I'd never heard this term. Lunchbox, I would think maybe you would know what this is. Ghost bagging? Yeah. I know what tea bagging is, but I don't know what <laughs> ghost bagging is. Maybe like a ghost does it? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, oh, I didn't think about that. I, thought, I was the like, ghost you doing this seriously? The ghost puts his nads on your face? That's what I, I couldn't... <laughs> Interesting. No, that's not it. <laughs> when I first saw ghost bagging, I thought it was somebody like trying to catch a snipe. You know, the joke was always, let's go snipe hunting and there's no such thing. Or there's not, it's not really a thing. Anybody snipe hunting, it's a joke on them. And sometimes they have a bag and they're trying to catch a snipe. Like maybe ghost bagging was you trying to catch a ghost in a bag. I didn't know. That's what I thought possibly. However, it's so detailed and it's something that criminals do. It's an operation. And it's a pretty good idea. It's got to work all the time. You saw this, right? Yeah, the ghost bag operation, especially because three women were arrested in Nashville. Here, for it. so here's what happened: Southwest Airlines told officers over the weekend that a bag arrived at the airport. No one flew with it. Inside the bag, they found brand new Lululemon clothes, a receipt, a forged driver's license, and a credit card. Women then arrived at BNA to pick up the bag. Inside the car, police found twenty thousand dollars worth of gift cards, nine thousand dollars worth of receipts, and merchandise, and ten credit cards. Police say they believe the women were buying clothes using stolen credit card information. Then they return them to different stores to get cash or store credit. Now, ghost bagging itself, it's when a bag is checked onto a plane. It arrives at the destination, but the person doesn't travel with it. Then someone else waits at the arrival point for the bag to come down who they don't know who it is. They're not logged into anything. They get it and they go on with it. It's how they move drugs or they do stuff like this. So how do they get caught? Because you don't have, if you're just sitting there at the baggage curve, so you just take the bag and you walk out. I don't know how they got caught, caught, but I would imagine if I were going to try to ghost bag somebody, or I guess you don't, that's not T-Bag. If you ever going to ghost bag a situation, <laughs> I would go and put a bag through up front where they're like, check your bag here, not at the desk. You pay them like three bucks, you tip them, and they take it from the front of the oh, airport. Sky and cap. Whatever that's yeah, called. Yeah. yeah. I, would, I would do that, send it through. Then I would walk into the airport and then walk out another door and go about my way. For surveillance reasons? Why would you even walk in the airport? Because I wouldn't want the guy to be like, uh, somebody just dropped a bag off and ran. Okay. Well, it says, uh, so I didn't know if you had to be boarding a flight for your luggage to go on there. You do, don't you? You have to have a ticket. No, Southwest does not require a passenger to accompany their bag on a domestic flight. And so the bags are still screened, Mm -hmm. uh, but... But I mean, but, but you could just. But don't, I guess, if you have pay. a ticket, though, you have to buy a ticket to get the ba- to push the bag through because yeah, it goes, goes on. If not, if I want to ship something, I'm not going to pay UPS. I'm just going to go to the Southwest. It's free. Well, no. you have to have a ticket. Yeah, but you, you have to have, have a ticket, ticket, ticket and then they take your bag or whatever, and then you don't have to get on the plane once they take your bag. Correct. That's probably what they do. But how do you buy? It? But whose name do you buy the ticket? That's in? what I'm saying. You got to have a stolen identity from well, the but, credit card. A credit card stolen identity. Sure, but even then, like even like when we travel, someone buys our tickets. Right? Like, it's not, I don't buy my own ticket. Oh, we, you, yeah, it's, it's an identity. You just need right. someone's identity to check it under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty brilliant. Yeah, so then it comes out at baggage check, and someone's just waiting there for it. So how do they get in trouble? Well, what happened here is somebody saw something suspicious. That's why I would walk in the airport. <laughs> do the whole thing. Act yeah, like I'm sure really ha- people do this all the time, and it's never caught. But this time it was caught because somebody messed up somewhere. Wow. Or maybe in the screening, 
they opened it and were like, this doesn't seem right. Let's just watch it and see what happens on the other way. Like that's, on the way through. That's crazy. Yeah, because they do screen your bags when you check them. They yeah. probably screen some of them. Because I've gotten little tags in there that say your bag's been screened. Absolutely, but not every time. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just hope, hopefully you don't get unlucky. That's pretty bad. The first but, person that did that, man, they probably got a raise in their cartel. They were like, you, you gave us a great idea. What's it called? Ghost bagging? Ghost, Ghost bagging. bagging. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. And then to have all that in the car, though, you got to leave it at the house. Oh, man. They had $20,000 worth of gift cards Ooh. in the car. That's a lot of gift cards. That's awesome. It'd be terrible. But that's a lot of gift cards. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay, well, the ghost bagging. So when someone asks you, you know what it is now. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was a pretty interesting way that people... They're probably moving drugs and money in ways that we don't... We won't even know about it for three or four years. Then we'll be yeah. like, wow, I can't believe they were doing that. And the fact they keister things is still amazing to me. And that's mm-hmm. old school. Mm-hmm. Stick in your butt and you get it in prison. That's still... I don't know why people do that. That's how you get it in. In well, prison. Or sometimes they'll make people swallow it. Sure. And then they wait. A couple days. Would you rather they swallow them, it in a balloon or keister it? Swallow it. Swallow. I'd rather keister, keister. it. You'd rather it go yeah. and yeah. explode in there. It, yeah, because then I'll, it's it probably not be good initially, and and but it, I couldn't die of it. Right. Uh, if they put it up there and it blows up, you yeah, can die. You can. It's not gonna blow up though. Like if you're gonna keister, if you're gonna get in a, a cell phone, a small cell phone. Yeah, it's just in your booty. I'm not. You put it in your butt, or you gotta swallow it. Uh, the cell phones aren't small, dude. They get the little flip ones on. Like my iPhone. That would hurt. You're not keistering <laughs> that. You're not going to keister that. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Let's say you were trying to smuggle in five quarters. Mm. Five. Ma- magical quarters. Quarters. Now, would you rather keister the five quarters or swallow <laughs> them in a balloon? Keister. Let, Let me see a quarter. How is And five this? of them are together, like stacked. No, so five quarters uh. stacked. Would you rather swallow them in a balloon or keister them that way? Swallow, swallow. them. <laughs> swallow. Oh, I, I, would, I don't think you can swallow a quarter. I'd keister that, and then okay. I'd keister. Give me your stuff, too. I'll take yours as in. Put yours in, too. <laughs> Gladly. Yes. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Sheldon, Iowa. A 64-year-old man was arrested after he got upset at his neighbor's plants. Oh. Didn't like the way they looked. Oh. So you think, oh, he went over and destroyed and broke them all. Nope. He had a bucket of paint. Uh-huh. A paintbrush, and went over and did some art on the pottery. Oh, so just drew things? Yeah, he painted them because like, he wanted them to be more attractive. But did he draw like pee pee's? Beautiful. And... No. Well, that's kind of nice. But it's is vandalism. Just to tell me something good, or is this a bonehead? <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful mural. I guess you just can't go paint on other people's no. stuff, yeah, even if it's nice. No, like, you can't do that. I was watching a TikTok from. She's an actress. I recognize you from somewhere, but I know Jennifer which, uh, Lawrence. No. <laughs> And she was an artist as well. And so she was in New York. And while they, this place had been like um, condemned and they were turning it into a new, new, new place, but she didn't know what it was going to be. And it was literally just old boards and stuff. And so she went and she takes a marker and she draws all these little fun shapes on this old piece of crap building that they're going to tear down. So the new people come in to build a restaurant, but they keep her drawings. Oh, and, that's cool. Yeah. And, and like the, the wood that she drew it on, it's still up there. And so she goes up to the place and she's like, hey, I'm sorry. I drew this. This was an old piece of crap building. I did it on TikTok. I was just drawing it to make it. And they were like, it's awesome. Will you finish it and do the rest of it? So she drew the rest on the t- It was awesome. That's wow. cool. Yeah, it's cool. Wow. Yeah. And you know what's cool is murals now. I mean, when they're painted on walls, I'm like, that is fascinating. It's, cra- it's crazy people have that talent. How can they do that? Like, it's a 10-story building and they paint the whole wall. And I'm like, yeah, huh. Even... Just somebody who can draw <laughs> on oh, paper. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like a That's sailboat. True. I'm like, God, with, with a man. pencil. Just, I know. I know. Crazy. Like, okay, well. All right. Well, don't paint people's stuff if it's not yours. They have a, 
Gooby Gone makes now a graffiti Gooby Gone spray. I don't know what Gooby Gone is. Oh, Gooby Gone. Gooby Gone, yeah. Oh. Do you wipe graffiti off with it? I, you, they have, I just thought they had one Gooby Gone. That's it. And I, I was looking at it all because I needed to get some. And there was like, there's not 20 different options of Gooby Gone. Some for graffiti, some for super glue. So, I mean, whatever you need, they That's got like you're it. You're saying Gooby Gone. Like, yeah, it does. Is this like, a commercial? No. no. <laughs> the girl's name is Kate <gasps> Winslet McCucci. And she's in a, a show called Garfunkel and Oates, a, a comedy show, but I've, I recognize it from another show huh. as well. So, anyway, all right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Most popular baby names of this last year, 2023. Mostly they stay the same ish every year. There's like one that kind of creeps up in there. And they're so trendy, I don't know that I don't want to name my kid this because trendy names also aren't trendy. Like a solid name is like Matt. Like yeah. you know Matt Matthew is going to be good for 50 years. I mean, it's been around for Chris. Ages. Christopher. You know that's solid. Mm-hmm. Most popular boy names. Liam. Now, and you can always track it back to probably Oasis, the singer. No, Liam, no. Liam Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, yeah. Oliver. That's cute. Oliver Twist, man. Yeah, it feels it. trendy-ish. Um, Mateo. There's no way. Mateo. Hey, that's that's got to be for my culture, man. Mateo. Well, what is it for? Like, really? What, yeah. Why is it popular I now? wouldn't have thought that would, would be a Hispanic or Mexican. Oh, yeah. Right? Right, Mike? If you say it like that. I thought it'd be Mateo from the South. <laughs> oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Noah. Okay. Yeah, but the what, Ark. But, yeah. but the Ark's always been here. Why is it trendy again? What Noah is there now? Mm-hmm. Noah... Cyrus. Cyrus. <laughs> and then and then Elijah, biblical name too. Elijah Wood. But tricky because I don't think Elijah's always been like a solid name. We didn't have any Elijahs when I was a kid. Eli's. We had Eli's. No. I didn't. Eli Manning. Is Eli he Whitney? Elijah or not? Cotton gin? <laughs> it's Eli Elijah. That's a good question. I don't know. I wouldn't think Eli Manning's Elijah Manning. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, girl names. I do like Charlotte as a consistent name. Although I think when we were kids, Charlotte would have seemed like an old woman's name. Well, because it's Charlotte's Web. Maybe. Sophia Four. Oh, I think old women names are back as being young girl names mm-hmm. again. As I look at the list, Amelia Three, same. Emma Two. Olivia One. Mm. It'd be cool to have twins and one of them be Olivia and one be Oliver if oh, they're a boy girl. Awesome. awesome. Or if you had two boys, you still name one Olivia and they just got the raw end of the deal. Oh. oh. I like all those girls' okay. names. The girl names. I do too. The girls' names mm-hmm. are pretty good. The guy names are fine. They just feel a bit trendy that I'd be risking it in 10 years. You don't like Mateo, man? I think it's Mateo. So <laughs> Mateo. it depends on how you say it <laughs> where it comes from. That's yeah. it. Thank you. We will see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. Never forget, it's 
okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 